As I stated earlier in the show, tomorrow marks the 100th anniversary of the end of World War One, which brought about Armistice Day, which in 1944, 1954 brought about Veterans Day. To mark this day, uh, and to honor all we serve, we, we, it is, is an honor to have with us the uh, Stark County Veteran of the Year, John Lay, who, was, uh, who would be honored in a ceremony tomorrow. John served our country in uh, the Vietnam era, was a graduate of Lehman High School, was discharged from the Army as a specialist fourth class, uh, and has since served other veterans as the in a in a big role in the Greater Canton Veterans Council for over forty years. And John, I can't thank you enough for being with us today, and congratulations on this honor, and thank you for your service, Joe. Thank you, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, I, John. I you're you're going to be um, the ceremony is going to be tomorrow. I found it fitting that it was going to be the eleventh at eleven a.m. on the eleventh. And uh, what what does this all entail? Okay, each year the Greater Canton Veterans Council uh, meets and they take nominations from different veterans organizations asking that uh, those organizations submit a name for a program they run called Veteran of the Year. This year it just happened to be that my name was uh, placed in. Never leave town. I had missed a meeting when this letter came in, uh-huh. and when I came back, somebody said, guess what? We've placed your name into nomination. Well, and well-deserved. You've I done so you. much for, for other veterans since you since you served. Um, you've been very active member of the American Legion, of the, of the Veterans Council. You're in the Honor Guard. Uh, so you attend many funerals, I assume, for, for fellow brothers and sisters who have lost their lives? Many, many funerals over the years. Yeah. I, I, I want to ask you, John, what, you served during the Vietnam era in the Army. Um, you were a military policeman, I believe, at that time? Yes, I was. And what was it like? Because I look now as... Um, America has kind of come full circle where where we honor our vets. People honor them when they see them in the airports, when they see them in restaurants. And But you were in the Army in a time that that wasn't true. What was it like serving during that time? Well, the country was torn apart at that time. Uh, those who were around that lived through that can remember mm-hmm. the riots, the protests against the war, the burning of draft cards, and that type of thing. In fact, when I came home, when I joined the American Legion, many, many Vietnam veterans refused to join because they didn't feel that they were honored by their fellow veterans at the time, the World War II veterans. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it was just banter that happens, same thing between uh, branches of service, but they didn't want to hear it. Uh, I, on the other hand, my father was a Navy veteran and belonged to the American Legion. And basically, he says, now that you're a veteran, son, it's time to join this organization. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
over time, I would say it took about 10 to 15 years for that healing to take to take hold. Yeah. And it finally did. Yeah. And, and when we're finally honoring um, that era of our service, that, that time, those 70s when it was... Did you feel, when you came home, did you feel proud or did you almost have to hide that you were in the service? I never felt that I had to hide when I was in the service. Um, And yes, I was proud of the service I did. Truthfully, I did not ask to go into the service. I was drafted. I'm one of the very last draftees into the military. I was drafted in June the middle of June in 1972, and the last call on the draft went out on December 7th, how appropriate, mm-hmm. of 1972, with the last group of inductees entering the service about 670 or so in 1973. Hmm. And you, <coughs> you served in Korea, South Korea at that time. How long were you there? I was there. This is ironic. I uh, make a joke. I missed my missed half of my twentieth birthday because I left the United States on the eve of my birthday. Uh-huh. I'll never forget the date, November twenty seventh. Flew across the international date line and landed in Korea. And I'm saying to myself, "Boy, this is a hell of a way to celebrate spend, my birthday." <laughs> yeah, spend my birthday. I was there for. Uh, I left country probably about the second week of December of 1973. Okay. And then that's when you came back? Uh, I came back on leave, and then my final five months of deployment, because it's a two-year commitment when you're drafted, I spent uh, five months at Redstone Arsenal, in Alabama, which is right around Huntsville. Okay. It's where the uh, rocket program for the military exists. And it is also where all the, uh, at that time, the moon rockets were developed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember the Redstone rocket. Right. So okay. that, is, that is where they built all the rockets. All right. Those rockets uh, were assembled there. Uh, we were located right along the Tennessee River. They would take those rockets down on trailers, put them on barges, and float them up the river and around to the Mississippi and down around to the Cape. Really? And that's how they arrived there. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. I, um, does being a veteran, you look back, does it mean more to you today than than it did when you were younger? Yes, it does. I, I, do, I definitely feel a sense of pride having worn the uh, uniform of my country. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was not something I asked to do, but I would, I'll never regret the fact that I served. And I think, I, I honestly believe that right now, in, in today's United States, there's, a, there's, there's more patriotism and more respect given to um, veterans, current military, um, than at any time in my lifetime. You're you're my age, so you do you feel that too that this there's there's it's it's more so now than any time in our lives. Yes, uh, I find myself. I wear a I served in the army and I wear a army ball cap all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm out and about, 
And I've done that for years, but uh, in the last several years, I find more people coming up to me and saying, sir, thank you for your service. Yeah. So and that is amazing. It, it is. It, it has turned for a full circle. Yeah. I um, What does it mean to you, um, I guess when you look at Veterans Day and you look at being a veteran, um, and all the people you have served over the years, because you've served not only as as a, a a military man, but also as a servant to others for over forty years. What brings you? There's a, there's a what brings you more joy? Being you know being a veteran or serving veterans that you have served. It's hard to discern between the two. They they both mean a lot to me. Yeah. And you've what what kind of service does does the uh, council do and the council? Uh, I am I I do help out with the council now and then, but uh, I'm not as involved with council as uh, as you are with the American with Legion. the American Legion. And I'm, what do they do? What is a what are they? What are some of the things that the 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 American Legion uh, is the largest veterans organization in the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet right now. Uh, we are we are approaching the hundredth anniversary of the formation of the American Legion. Uh, it will celebrate its birthday on March fifteenth so next it was, year. So it was founded right at the end of World War One. Yes, there were a group of military men who met in Paris, France at the end of World War One, hmm. and said to themselves, how are we going to look after our veterans when they get home? Wow. And uh, after, le- after leaving Paris, France, and they wanted to make this a uniquely American type uh, mm-hmm. institution, they met in St. Louis of that, of 1919 uh, in the summer and uh, incorporated their name, their charter, wrote their constitution, and then held their very first convention in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, they had a parade during that convention where over 15,000 military marched in that parade, the you very know, first. There were probably Civil War veterans marching in that parade. I couldn't attest to that, but they're, they're very well likely. Yeah. Yes, the big organization at that time was the GAR, the Grand Army of the Republic. Hmm. Those were that was a group of uh, Civil War veterans that served, and that that's the name they went under. And uh, I think their last ranks, uh, they the last time any of that group got together was about 1938. Is what okay. I've read. But John, I guess in in all the time you've been working with veterans, and and you're a veteran yourself, so you know these issues. Um, what are the most important issues facing veterans um, that you'd like, uh, I guess, our government or our people to understand, uh, the citizens to understand? What are the most important issues they face? There is a lot of mental health issues with veterans right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the suicide rate among veterans, they're, uh, of those who commit suicide, over 18 percent 
of those suicides are veterans. Hmm. And it, it's, as a percent of the population, that's way high com- yeah. compared to what other people do. And, and why is that, is that, you know, they have a term for it now, P- PTSD. Right. Um, you know, I, I guess it, I, we didn't see, did, did they just not announce that like with World War II vets and, and things like that? They were mostly, like my father was a World War II vet. And he was just quiet. I never heard anything about his service. And he was in Germany for, or in Europe for years during that war. But we didn't hear about the suicides like we do today. Is it because they just didn't announce it then, or what? I think a lot of it was just hidden, uh, didn't announce it. Uh, you know, we at the American Legion have a, uh, we have a lounge in our uh, building uh, to socialize. I think that's how maybe back years ago some of them uh, self-medicated. Mm-hmm. But today the American Legion is on the forefront of pushing uh, mental health issues with, oh. with, with the government, lobbying the government to uh, see that veterans' mental health issues are taken care of. Have they done enough? They there's always room for improvement, but yeah. they are they've worked on it more th- at this point than I can see at any other time. Right, and the VA is it? Uh, it seems to me we're not hearing the things that that things are starting to be cleaned up there. That veterans are being taken care of properly. Is that is that still an issue? Uh, I believe it is more of an issue in some of your larger cities. Here in Canton, the Veterans Clinic, which I uh, go to myself and use their services, I have never had an issue. The people are wonderful to work with. Uh, So, like I said, I think in most cases, I think it's in large hospitals where maybe there is too much bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've heard good things about the one in Cleveland, too. They are excellent. They are excellent. Yeah. That they take care of people. I know a gentleman who goes up there for cancer treatments, and they treated him. He got, he got the best care you could possibly get, I think. Well, they uh, it's not only the VA facility. They also use the service as the VA of uh, the host- university hospital is next to them, and uh, they use their services. So uh, they are, I have to say, really looking out for the, the veterans. What's it mean to you? to be when you received this honor? Was it more of like, oh, you know, like, you know, I, th- I here's how I picture servicemen, John. You know, you, you, talk to, you talk to people who say, well, you're a hero. Well, no, I'm not a hero. Um, I served in the company of heroes, or I, you know, the heroes didn't come home, and those kind of things. So, uh, to be named this veter- the, the veteran of the year, was it kind of like I don't I don't deserve this, or was there was there joy in it? I uh, don't consider myself an accolades type person, uh, but yeah, I'm proud of the fact that uh, my peers. I think it means more to them that they nominated me mm-hmm. because how they feel about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're taking more pride in it, maybe than I myself. It's very unselfish. Yeah, but I get that. I get that. And I think uh, 
It's a big deal. Tomorrow at 11 o'clock, um, where's that going to be? That will be at the Westbrook Veterans Park. Caddy okay. Corner to Timken Hospital, Mercy okay. Hospital. All right. Excuse me. They've changed the name so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy Hospital. Yes. And, and so, and that is 11 o'clock. I hope they start in the 11th minute. They, uh, 11, 11, 11. Tomorrow being the uh, centennial yes. of the end of World War One, yes. the Centennial Commission has asked communities at 11 o'clock, if you're a church and you're looking for something to do to honor veterans, they would like bells rung 21 times in remembrance of the veterans of World War One. Wow. And I know a gentleman who is on the council told me he's planning to bring a bell to the ceremony and ringing it 21 times. But it would be nice if uh, there's somebody in your listening audience that is involved with a church or something and they have yeah. a bell tower. Yeah. At 11 o'clock tomorrow, ring that bell 21 times. Oh, that's awesome. Wouldn't it be great to just hear that throughout it, the... It really would. I uh, wish... I was able to get that word out more than well. We're going right to get now. it out. We're going to get it out at eleven o'clock tomorrow morning. Yes, at eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. Ring the bell. You'll be receiving your award. Your yes, honor. sir. And uh, ring ring a bell twenty one times. Yes, it, the program's called uh, Bells for Peace. So. Awesome, John Lay. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for all you've done for the past 40 years for other veterans. Okay, and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, wish my fellow veteran Marines today happy birthday, Marine Corps. All right. So uh, today it's a big day for the Marines. Awesome. So thank you so much, John. Thank you. God bless you, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We are back. I tell you what, it was a pleasure meeting John Lay. It's a gentleman who grew up right here, attended Lehman High School, served in the military in the 70s, uh, and has come back and, and served veterans for over around 44 years. So. Yeah. Um, and, and just a really humble. I, I had a feeling when I asked him, "How'd you feel about getting this reward award?" You know, Stark County Veteran yeah. of the Year. And he said, "It means more." It's almost like he took more joy. He said, "It means more to the people who nominated me." Yeah. Um, you know, and that's typical military. Yeah. Right. Guy, it's more about the others. Can, can I tell you a story? Yeah, please. Uh, yesterday, took uh, part of our high school group up to Cuyahoga Community College mm-hmm. up in Cleveland, Tri C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland Film Commission had a had a program, and it was based on the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers. Oh yeah. They had one of the writers, they had the casting director, and they had ten of the actors who were no in the way. series. I and love that series. It was, I've never seen it, but I'm going to oh, see it now. Dave, you got to. From 2000. Yeah. Oh, it is. With uh, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg collaborating. Yes. And, uh, you know, I didn't know much about it, but these guys said that that series absolutely changed their lives. They got to meet with many of the actual veterans who were 
portrayed in this series. And they said it was magical. They have reunions. They go all over the world still talking about the Band of Brothers. Well, it, it was the 101st Airborne, I believe. And they, uh, I, I got that, I actually got that from my father. Mm. Because my father was a, uh, a vet who served in the Army in Europe. Uh, was associated with them, was around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got him that series. But I watched it, I have watched it three times. Mm-hmm. And it's a 10-episode series. Right, right. Are they about an hour each? They're about an hour each. Okay. Now, I have binge-watched. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it originally when it was on. I could not wait to watch it every mm-hmm. time it was on. Mm-hmm. And then I've watched it probably two times since, yeah. just binge-watching it. right. It is the most r- realistic, most incredible. It it, and what they do is at the end of every episode, mm-hmm. they have the real people. Okay, come on and talk about what you just saw. Okay, okay, and what it was like from their standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, brutal. I mean, th- this group, the the the, uh, I can't remember what. They were easy, so easy that, company, that right? Easy company, easy company of of the hundred first airborne. Mm-hmm. They they were everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. They were in every single major battle mm-hmm. leading up to Germany. They were the ones that were stuck in Bastogne in the Battle of the Bulge. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that had to hold out in the in the forest and keep the keep the Germans from advancing. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who landed at Normandy. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who, I mean, they did everything. Right. And and it's an incredible, incredible story. But, yeah. And I, I understand it's only available on HBO and Amazon Prime. Or you could buy or it. Through. Or you can, yeah, you can yeah. buy it, sure. Yeah, yeah. but, but yeah, you, mm-hmm. it's something you really want. I, I absolutely have you, to watch it. It will change now. you. Yeah, I need, I need to see it. And the people who acted in it were terrific. It was a great, terrific. they, you know, there was a Q&A. That's and, unbelievable. Uh, it was. It was. Wow. Uh, it was a great experience, yeah. Had yeah. about 300 people in an auditorium for that yesterday, so. Really? Yeah. And yeah. they had 10 of the actors. Yeah. Did they yeah. have. And they're did, doing a, they're doing a big thing today at uh, Brown Stadium. They're, there's a big program. It's like a weekend thing going on. It's, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was magical. You know, I don't know if any of those guys when they when they filmed it, a lot of them were still alive. Yes, um, yes, that's in, right. Including the the um, the commander of the unit, mm-hmm. and he has since passed away. Okay, um, but you know, and he's the one that said at the end, the very last thing at the end, he said to me. Or he said to me. Yeah, I felt like he was talking to me. <laughs> well, that's all right. He said, he, they interviewed him, and he said, you know, uh, after it was all over, he said, uh, my, my grandson came up to me the other day and said, Grandpa, were you a hero? And at this point, he started tearing up. Mm. And it, right in, in the film. Mm-hmm. And he started tearing up, and, and he said, no. But I served in the company of heroes. Wow, yeah. Which was really, and he was he was amazing. Well, these amazing. these actors yesterday were just. They talked about going through like a boot camp, mm-hmm. 
and they talked about getting to meet the actual people they were portraying and initially feeling the pressure you know to portray these heroes mm-hmm. and talking about the idea that uh, they they could not get the these men to talk about themselves so yeah. they had to learn from the others yes. who, who would talk they would never talk about themselves and that's typical of of what you hear you know it's funny is is i i think about um my father never talked about where he was and what he did mm-hmm. um except for the fact that he told me he hated one guy because he made him a forward observer and that meant forward observer you're out beyond your lines and you're directing the artillery they didn't have you know sophisticated satellite imaging and everything right, sure so they sure. had to send guys way out mm-hmm. and they would direct the artillery fire and one guy sent my father out there and my father wasn't real happy with the fact that he sent him out there but but other than that he didn't really talk a whole lot mm-hmm. <laughs> we had some bayonets we had some german things around the house german binoculars things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um but when my father passed away we went into a cedar chest and there was a book in there and we suddenly found out that he had received all these awards yeah uh, battle battle commendations, things like that. Uh-huh. Never knew. Never talked about it either, right? No. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and what his rank was when he went right. in, what his rank was. He was there, he, those guys were over there for, he was like gone for four, three, four years. Yeah, right. You know, you didn't, it wasn't How old like were you came. when he was gone? I wasn't there. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Mental block. Sorry about that. No, I was minus. I was minus probably eight years. You were a glimmer in his eye. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. So yeah, yeah, he he came back. Uh, you know, I think around forty five. And my yeah. mom worked in a gas mask factory during World War Two. Wow. When she wasn't dancing. And where was that? Here in Akron. Okay. She worked in a gas mask factory. They she built gas made gas masks for. Mm. The men in in the war. Yeah, that was that was quite a day. And now I I feel I absolutely have to watch it. So yeah, I will. You, you have I to. will. I'll and you will binge. <laughs> I probably you will because <laughs> you want to get the next episode will, really yeah. quick. All right, we're, when we come back, we're gonna get into some other things. Uh, talk to Dave Sheets. I do want to get into the toy thing. I know it almost seems trivial now. Oh, oh you know what? Trivial. I wanna... Okay, I get uh, it. I get it. <laughs> you know what I want to do. I want to talk a little bit about the election that okay. came up this past Tuesday okay. and get your opinion on it and maybe Sean's and talk about again how how red Stark County was. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Stay tuned. The week that was will continue right after this. Like a fool, I've been here way too long. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the magic eight ball. Yes. The pinball. The pinball. Pinball. Pinball machines. Mm -hmm. Uno card game. Mm -hmm. Here are my toys. These are the toys I had growing up. Okay. Are they in, by the way? Are they in the Toy Hall of Fame? I don't know. We'll find out. You you tell me. I I don't know. The (laughs) first one I would like to see inducted is the tree. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> the tree. I mean, just think of all the things you could do in a tree. Oh, yeah. You, you know, can, they build all these... You can fall out of one and break your leg. Yes, you can, but yeah. you could climb them. Oh, yeah. But, but you could build forts in them. Does it get put in the second time when you put the tire swing and the tree in, or is it just a tire swing? Oh. No, it's just a tree. Just a tree. You don't have a tire swing without a tree. Well, obviously, but when you put the tire swing in, does it? Does that's the just, tree that's get an, no? A part that's of an it? ancillary piece. That's like Uno without the cards. <laughs> <laughs> next. All right, here's the next one. Like Monopoly without the dice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, without the dog. The, <laughs> and the, the top hat. Here's right. my second one: the jumbo trash bag. That should now think about jumbo trash bag. Yeah, you can make a poncho out of it. Mm-hmm. You can. I used to build great, huge. Here, here was my thing. Okay. We had a big stockade fence around our house, but next to us was Mario Finelli and his sister. That's a town, another Italian family. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I'd come home in the summer. And Mario and his little sister would be playing in the backyard with some other kids, and they would take forever, and they would build a fort out of cardboard boxes. Mm -hmm. And I would wait. I could look through a hole in the thing, and I would wait until they finished, and they were all inside. This is sick, but it's true. (laughs) But it's true. Okay, how old were they? They were just probably 10. Okay. And you're in college. Yes. Okay. So I would take the trash bag, I would fill it up with water, and then I would fling it over the fence, and I'd hear, boosh! I was going to say, I filled it with dirt. And no. Then... <laughs> no water. No, that's great, though. No, that's awesome. It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was sad, and they and they 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 both had Italian accents, strong Italian accents, and they but you would hear, ma, <laughs> that's great. And I'd look through the little hole, and the place was flat. Uh-huh. The other one is my third one is the cardboard box. I thought you were going to say the bucket. No. Okay, cardboard. The cardboard box. box. Oh yeah. Think yeah. of the cardboard box. Oh, yeah. It's a sled. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes all the sled we had. Right. It was a sled. You could build forts with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of all the things you could do with a cardboard mm-hmm. box. Yeah. If someone just had a tree, a jumbo trash bag, and cardboard boxes, you could be happy for a long time. Mm-hmm. And those aren't in the Toy Hall of Fame. I agree with you, Joe. I think it's great. <laughs> Good news. The stick is in the pro or the it is? Toy Hall. Yeah, stick is. No yeah. stick. <laughs> Ducked it in 2008. Well, what about the tree? It's not. How about the jumbo trash bag? Nope. Cardboard nope. box. Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, cardboard box is. It is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there is saving grace. Well, trash bag probably can't because if you read on it, it says this is not a toy. Yeah. <laughs> it does? Yes. Is, there any, is there anything in there that's like the trash bag? Oh, let's see. I mean, it would it not could that pass. I'm yeah. Kite? <laughs> Well, kite should be. Yeah, it should be. Um, Kite's no. kind of... I, I just saw a jump rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jump rope uh, should you be. Master. But I'm surprised you the master. tree's not. Yeah. But a cardboard box is. Or, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Somebody should put the tree in. What, would you, what would you want in? 
Well, my three are already in there. It would what? be Hot Wheels because I loved oh, Hot Wheels yeah. growing up. Okay. Um, checkers. I love to play Checkers. Still do. Checkers is in. Yeah. Checkers is a ridiculous game. And and then Atari because that's where it all started with the video Hot games. Wheels and, and uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That's uh, in, isn't it? That's got to be in. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. You know another another game no. another game we played. What? Kick the can. Oh gosh! Yeah, a can. Yeah. A can. Kick the can. Yeah. Yes. Fun. Flashlight tag. Flashlight tag. We were just thinking the same thing there, yeah? Yeah. Things you didn't need to plug in. Absolutely. <laughs> or needed the internet for. Flashlight tag was a great game. Yeah. Bubbles. Bubbles is in. Yeah. Bubbles? Yeah, just bubbles. bubbles. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what else is, uh, what we did at our neighborhood, we, we used to climb the high-level bridge underneath mm. and the girders mm-hmm. remember that big expansion bridge that went over from Coggle falls to north akron you don't know i don't you're like me i never went to maslin yeah i didn't know what maslin was <laughs> yeah, i told you that story yeah yeah my mom i've told you that that was a long time ago all right my mom used to always say to us whenever we drove her crazy Oh, okay. she used to always say you're gonna make you're gonna you're gonna make me go to maslin <laughs> and i was like so for growing up I was wondering, what the heck is Maslin? It was the mental institute there. State hospital. But she never said the state hospital. She just said, you're going to drive me to Maslin. Yeah, right. And and so I was like, (laughs) all right. When I got older and found out that Maslin, Maslin's got a football team and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why? I wonder why mom didn't. Wonder why mom would, was wanting me to drive her there or something. Or I was going to drive her there. The state, the old state hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What? What other? What? What for you? What did you oh, play oh, with? Oh, how about the how about the Super Bowl? Oh yes, yeah, that's got to be in there. Yeah, that was that should be in there before that darn eight ball thing. Marbles, uh, yeah, marbles is in there. Ball is in there. So ball, yeah, marbles yeah, are in there. Yeah. Steelies, what's that? Oh, Steelies were awesome. What? Was that the uh, Steelies? I'm thinking that. All right, think about when when we actually played marbles when I was a kid. Okay, you draw a line in the dirt in the playground, mm-hmm. and everybody brings their bag of marbles. And you put them in the middle, and you hit them out. Whichever mm-hmm. one you hit out, you get the key. Mm-hmm. But then some joker would always show up every once in a while with a steely. And a steely was... A giant marble? No, it was okay. just a, oh. a, a, a steel marble. Yeah. Oh, steel marble. So he'd start okay. chipping your bur- your cat's eyes. <laughs> your cat's eyes. <laughs> he oh, would, yeah. And the steely. Oh, no, he's got a steely. He's got a steely. <laughs> it was going to tell my mom. <laughs> well, you can't use a steely. Yes, I can. And yeah. then he starts shooting, and all the marbles are chipped. Uh, Lincoln Logs and Legos. Yeah. Legos and Lincoln yeah. Logs. Yeah. Light Lincoln. bright. Light bright. Get lost. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, it's not in there. But it should be. I well, agree. I'm saying, I, I'm Don't thinking Don't ever of, do that. I hope I'm that doctor of, one isn't in. Oh, Operation? operation? That, see, I, I'm just yeah, thinking operation. of games that I played as a kid. You played Light Bright? Or we used Light Yeah, we had a Light Bright. Oh, that was awesome. Really? It was fun. Yeah. Game of Life is in. Game of Life. Like, game of Life was... Monopoly's got to be. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. 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 Hula Hoop. Yeah. Hula Hoop. Well, I've got these board games I want to talk to you about, but right. we're out of time. Yeah. I want to oh, come on. Them. Let's just go blow right through the break. <laughs> Pam's not listening. We're not <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to continue. I want to get into these board games, and then we've got some other things. You ever heard of feng shui? Yeah, you've mentioned it, but I, I forget what it is. Sorry. Well, we're going to find out. Okay. We're going to talk about it in a little bit, but we're going to get into... I want to get these board games first when we get into that when we come back.